start and press the button. Okay, welcome to the unknown number episode of the FD podcast. I'm just kidding. It's it's episode two. Uh, this is a recorded podcast only because the guest I have here today works night shift, so she wouldn't be unable to join us for a live episode. So I'm taking the opportunity to have a conversation with her today. Today is October 5th, 2020. It is about to be noon, and I am joined today by a really close friend, a mentor, and someone I could literally geek out with other podcasts too. This is Chazelle Sison, or as I like to call her, CJ. So CJ, when you're ready, uh, please introduce yourself formally. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I can't help like laughing. Hi, I'm CJ. There we go. (laughs) If everyone could see us now, we're actually a very giggly pair. Like, we've gotten in a lot of trouble in our past job. Well, my past job, her current job, where we would get in trouble a lot because we're too loud together. They have to separate us. (laughs) A lot of of times, man. (laughs) uh, Yeah, yeah, that's... But anyway, so I've met this really unique individual, what, about two years ago? 2018. Uh, That was funny. We're, I think like when we met, we were just doing the what was it? orientation thing. Yeah, the orientation thing. And we were with a lot of, I don't know, a lot of individuals that were a all lot. I can remember was like, um, <laughs> it was full of like older people. And like, obviously, we were like kind of left out there. It looked like we were like the youngest. So we like kind of drive like, hey. <laughs> it's like this i mean one like not to make any assumptions here's like i knew she's asian of asian descent and i knew that she's probably close to age <laughs> and i was just like i think she might be someone i could talk to she looks like an ate ate means older sister in tagalog so i was just like mm-hmm. she might be someone i could talk to <laughs> and luckily thank god goodness she was that person for me there because I would have not survived my old job if I didn't have her there. Yeah, it's like, oh, good thing I have a friend now. Okay, oh, we can do this. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, especially when we had uh, long nights. For the for the viewers that are, are uh, English, for the viewers who will eventually see this episode, so CJ and I, we worked night shift together and we've often spent a lot of our nights working constantly constantly through a lab and what would happen is that during those long hours into the night we get a little loopy so we get a little like stupid crazy and we would just start blathering on about really really stupid stuff and complaining about everything everything anything I don't know we it, it was like we're well attached to each other then when one of us is like off that day or they call that sick I know that some of our other lab mates were like yeah, where's your <laughs> where is she or where's the other one? It's like oh no and I'm sad <laughs> lonely <laughs> it's like wow you're so quiet without hers I was like yeah I know <laughs> remember that time when I was out for like three weeks oh no two weeks yeah you're out for two <laughs> weeks I couldn't well I mean I could function but I was just like Man, I have so much I want to tell her, but she's on the other side of the world right now. Yeah, yeah. I think I went to Bali that time. Yeah, you were in Bali. I think, I think I went to Bali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're sending, like, cute photos of yourself, obviously. Like, she is... Hey, that was me, too, when you were in Japan. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Gotta go visit my home country. I gotta do what was yeah. necessary. What mm-hmm. makes it... But for anyone who needs to know a little bit more about CJ, she is a year older than me. Uh, she is a, how am I supposed to describe this? Kind of like Michelle, a makeup artist. Like you wow. are, hey, I, I, I need to make sure which one's like, cause I know you do makeup and I know you do makeup <laughs> art kind of like you paint scenes yeah. on your face. So from like yeah. anime or anime films like Studio Ghibli, I know you did one for that. Mm-hmm. I know you just yeah. today. I believe it was today or last night you did the Attack on Titan, Titan face. Yeah. It really creeped me out in the middle of the night because I wasn't ready. (laughs) But if you'd like to see more of her work, uh, please 
later on check down the youtube description on below to follow her stuff on instagram and then if you'd like some other extra business inquiries like she could do your makeup you know just give her a call <laughs> finger her right there well maybe when the pandemic is like okay because like right now the beauty industry is kind of like kind of off right now like, yeah because, how are you gonna do your yeah how are you do your makeup safely social distance <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's it's cool though because i know that you've been meaning to uh practice that hobby make mm -hmm. it into a career in the future once you have like schooling done for it or then like you take up master classes by other professional makeup artists out there who are sharing their mm -hmm. stuff online yeah. so i think that's pretty amazing because we're all budding artists at the same time and i didn't mute my phone Gee, yeah i can't swear okay <laughs> <laughs> caught myself there but that's essentially what cj does in her I guess like spare time right in the mornings or yeah. in the evenings before you go to work yeah i kind of sometimes like wake up really early during the weekends just so i can get it done because sometimes like it would like really take me hours to do it because it's either i procrastinate or i just break down like oh my god i can't do this i can't do this but i gotta do it <laughs> but it looks lovely it's kind of just like thank you 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 just have to do it sometimes and then you you, you could be surprised yeah. with no, but it's also like a mental uh, therapy right like that's how we, that's how uh it is with you and drawing like i love your drawings oh thank goodness yes i've been practicing that's the reason why i've been doing um today's october or this month is october so i've been doing that inktoberfest that i swear i'm gonna finish this year i said that last year i've gotten close i did 20 you said that last year <laughs> hey shut up <laughs> i did it i did it for 20, 20 days, and then I forgot exactly what happened from day 21 to I the think, 31st. I think you just faded. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh. every every year I'm getting closer to finishing one, so I could say yeah. that I did it, so I mean, more or less. But yeah. yeah, so that's a little bit about the two of us is that we do spend a lot of time connecting, talking about our experiences growing up, then sharing our really really creative hot really really creative god i can't english today really creative <laughs> content to each other because you know as as we're in covid19 it's hard for us to see each other and also because like our schedules are not necessarily the same anymore so like the best mm -hmm. way that we could support each other is to be active on each other's social media accounts be like oh i love your work like share comment you know make sure that our names get out there somewhere in the world especially with cj telling me i should put this on spotify so i will put this on spotify yeah oh my gosh <laughs> just, just give me the weekend to do it okay i'm gonna smash that follow button <laughs> oh thank you and then for everyone who's listening right now smash that subscribe button ding ding the bell button ding, 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 ding. and then make sure to leave like if you like to leave a comment just put you know even a heart well let me know that you yeah, you were love man just a love <laughs> Anyways, we're, so we're gonna move, so we're gonna move on to our discussions about our childhood. Yes, there is a topic for today. It is talking about the differences of our childhoods growing up, and as far as how we grew up as girls into strong, independent women. It's very different for the two of us. <clears throat> so mm -hmm. I'll start first. So I was not born here in the United States. I was actually born in another country i was born in japan but not on u.s territory so i can't say that i was a u.s citizen right from the start right so as far as my knowledge goes is i was claimed at least the way that my mom and my dad had stated is i was claimed by the philippines so i guess i if i could go to the philippines right now i could get claimed <laughs> it, it there's like a specific phrase for it but i could be i could claim Filipino citizenship if I went to the Philippines because mm -hmm. both my parents are blood full-blooded Filipinos but I couldn't do the same for Japanese citizenship otherwise I would have to reject my U.S. citizenship so anyways yeah <clears throat> as we moved to America um, I eventually gained U.S. citizenship by being naturalized and I had to sign a pretty pretty paper and then hooray U.S. citizenship but because, <laughs> yeah I know but mm -hmm. since since i was raised both in japan and here i have two different types of cultures when it comes to 
like development as a, as a girl into a woman. You have the mix of the conservative lifestyle that most Filipino girls traditionally go through. And then you have a independent and open type of culture for American girls or any like citizen, citizen. <laughs> this is really weird. Any girl will go through in America if they were born as Americans, very independent, yeah. very open, very proud in the best way. And I know mm -hmm. CJ, that's kind of like the same for you, except you came here a lot later. You want to explain that? So like I was born in the Philippines, obviously. <laughs> um, I was <laughs> I was born in a province. I pretty I pretty much like grew up in the Philippines. I did my schooling there. I finished um, my college there. I even started like a job for like almost two years there. And then I really didn't expect to move here. Like I really did not expect to move here because I'm like well over the limit age. But somehow like <laughs> my mom made it happen, so I moved here. So I was. And in the first place, I already ac accepted that I, I would probably just live on my own or live with my dad and my brother, younger brother and sister would just come with my mom and I would just visit from time to time. But then like, I've been here for two years, two years now, right? Like almost three years, two, mm -hmm. two and a half years, I guess. And then two years ago, when I found out that I was moving, I was like, whoa, like I did not prepare for this mentally. Like it was... To be honest, it was both a good and bad way because, like, the bittersweet, that bittersweet feeling. And then, like, I don't want to leave, but then I want to leave, but I want to leave. But, like, I ended up just leaving because I haven't seen, uh, leaving, uh, going here because I didn't, I haven't seen my mom for, like, um many years already. And, yeah, here I am now. Woo! <clears throat> Woo! I'm glad because it's, I know it's a lot difficult now to have that yeah, it is. transfer of residency from you know someplace like the Philippines all the way here to America and then because you did it so I can't say so late but did it later as an adult instead of a child it's a lot mm -hmm. different because you already made your you already made your life there and then starting kind over of like yeah okay I kind of have like a mindset already like oh if this is what I'm gonna do I'm and then I'm going to build on this, build on that. And I'm going to, um, you know how it is, like, when you want to start something, it really takes a lot to invest in, time to invest oh, in, yeah. like, and then to have, um, to, um, for all of that to be, like, kind of removed away from me because you're going to start anew again. It's kind of, like, that way for me because, like, Okay, I'm not gonna name draw my age. I'm 25. <laughs> so, <laughs> age draw. Well, I'm still young. <laughs> I mean, yes. I'm still young. <laughs> but, like, moving here at this age, when, like, my mind is already, like, kind of mature. So, like, um, starting over again, like, starting over from, like, credit cards, residency, I'm technically, like, an alien immigrant here for now. Like, I have to build that up to be naturalized to like know what my what I want for my future career here in the U.S. like it's a lot to take uh, it's taking even now especially when this uh when this pandemic started like everything like just overwhelms me so like basically I'm just going through the motions right now like to be honest oh yeah like you've you've mentioned that it was hard to start over especially <clears throat> especially when it came to are the schooling system that it's not mm -hmm. it's not apples to apples it's apples to oranges because the credits yeah. or the units or whatever you know the schools yeah, define their exactly. their courses it's not the same even though it can yeah. be it's you know different standards yeah. for different times but it's yeah. a lot difficult and I know I don't give you enough credit for that that you had to like you're already essentially you finished college now you technically got to do it over again because of yeah. the u.s you know that too like i'm still like thinking about <laughs> it like do i really want to do this like do i really want to do this or I, I can do this and the other my my head space is still like in a rut right now like especially this pandemic really like did it for me it's like let me just stand back and just think it through because well 
I've experienced schooling for like last semester. I experienced going to school here and it really didn't really culture shock me, but like it was kind of a great experience as I get to experience like a different culture because here it was really like on your own, do it yourself. Yeah. It was like that in the Philippines, but it's not as like on your own here because in the Philippines, you can do it. You can do like take subjects on your own, talk to teachers on your own, um, fix your own like grades or something, but they're more like really hands-on there. Not like here, like it's like, if you want to talk to them, you, you you better go to their office. You better go. You better really contact them so that it's not only you who's like, um, they're talking to like they're accommodating, oh, right? So like, oh, it stresses me. Out. I was like, okay. <laughs> Honestly, doing that, like you said, that part in other countries, like they tend to be very hands-on. They, it's not that they care. They care more about their students than it's the American their, professors. Um, it's just, it's I, I think it's just culture difference, mm-hmm. right? You kind of, I mean. Yeah, like in in the Philippines or in a majority of Asian countries, you tend to be like group cooperative. Like I will help you and you will also help me because that's how we both grow together. Then, exactly, you know, not to like generalize every Asian country out there. Just our experiences, right? Yeah, just just our experiences. And then, you know, here in America, it's kind of like you need to be able to do this yourself because at the end of the day, you only got you. So if you didn't take the initiative yeah. to talk to your professor, it that's going to be your loss in the future. Yeah, if you like, didn't get your question answered or if you are struggling, it's like you got to take that step forward. But for, so, for people like us, we're yeah. a little bit anxious. We're a little shy. Oh my. <laughs> you know how anxious I can be. Like I can really like nag the heck out of you. <laughs> yeah. Like even when it comes to ordering food, uh, when we're out even together. the littlest of things. We are just like, like, CJ, CJ, you go do it. It's like, no, 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 you do it. It's like, no, 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 I, like, I can't. I, I remember can't. that. It, it's like that sometimes. But before, before we get carried away here, those were just some of our background experiences from where we're born and where we are now. So I want to transition into something like, since CJ, I didn't have that experience where I grew up completely in one country and then moving here uh, when it comes to healthcare, or in case women's health care what was what was that like for you in the philippines like where you, you um, said you were from a province right so yeah. to my knowledge this this might make me sound super super ignorant but because you're growing in a province that mm-hmm. to me that sounds like you probably may or may not have a hard time accessing clinics, pharmacies, hospitals, you know, from, you know, as the time you were a girl up until now, what was that like for you? So for starters, I was born in, um, in a province, but then I moved a lot. So I was born in my dad's province and then we lived there for a while. We came from really humble beginnings. We didn't have, we didn't have much before, Mm -hmm. like, so it was kind of hard at first for in uh, terms of healthcare, but like I didn't remember all of that because I was really, really young by then. I moved from one province to another. And then eventually when my parents became a little bit financially secure, we moved to Manila. I that's where I that's where all of my memories are in. Like I grew up uh, I grew up in the metro. And to be honest with you, um I've been exposed to everything medically related because my mom worked at a pharmaceutical industry for like 15 years so I grew up being really informed thanks to my mom being being um having access to really good healthcare. Uh, that's for me yeah so I didn't really have a hard time accessing healthcare since my mom works at a really good company then we were under like really good medical plans we were like referred to the best doctors there to be honest with you all of the medical uh, uh, in general philippine healthcare there is really good it's oh, high okay. standard but yeah it's high standard but the thing is um there are a lot of uh medical practitioners nurses and whatnot but the thing is there since it's a third world country they don't have that much advanced facilities there like both the private and the public sectors in healthcare there 
have both really good doctors have uh, provide good medical care but then the difference is when you're when you're provided private care you get you tend to be taken care of like more uh, accurately and more faster than with um public care because like if you just access the uh if you access public health care it's like harder because some they don't have enough facilities they're understaffed mm-hmm. and when you live in rural areas you can't there you can um access any hospital or clinic right away so that's the thing that's really hard there you know how it is with third world countries it's yeah i mean like not to make assumptions for any third yeah, yeah. country but for at least for the philippines whenever i visited uh when i was younger we stayed in my mother's province. I think we're about two or three hours away from Manila. I think Sambal, yeah. San Antonio, right? Mm-hmm. So we usually get referred to in-house remedies, right? Just yes. so we could save the trip to, yeah. uh, save the trip from going to at least like a hospital or a yeah, clinic. No, um, mostly all of the good um, hospitals, doctors, clinics are mostly in the metro or like if in it's in a province, it's mostly like in the main city in a province. So it's much hard. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of poverty-stricken areas in the Philippines since it is a third world country. And what they usually need, they uh, constantly needing there now is like hospitals, more clinics. But since you know how like not enough budget, you can't build right away. Always understaffed, and of course the people are so poor they can't even afford to go there. You have That's any the hardest part? Yeah, I it's it's hard to imagine. And like you said, you were a lot more financially stable than say yeah. like the average citizen who is experiencing relative or absolute poverty. Well, right? I have relatives who are like in that situation. Like we try to help them as much as we can, but I have relatives like sometimes they couldn't go to a hospital, so like they would just um, rely on like herbal medicines or like the albolario you know you know that term albolario i don't know what the english term they're like they just rely on that instead of going to the doctor oh that's that's oh that <laughs> that hurts it, it hurts, hurts different yeah, yeah. it's because i like did you have any stories i don't know if this this really counts in this way you said that your mom was a pharmacist there for 15 years was there ever an instance where you had a turn or you witnessed right you witnessed that your mother or her staff had to turn someone away from like to get medicine just because they couldn't afford it was there a lot of instances oh, like that no um my mom w- worked in the pharmaceutical industry she was a oh, industry pharmacist. it's not the pharmacist sorry my bad yeah she worked at a multinational company um she was a medical uh, she was a product specialist she handled like certain top uh, products and then right, talked to doctors right. yeah yeah right Okay, so you didn't really get to see like someone's access getting. No, she away. was in a corporate world, so I didn't. So she separated oh, wait, from I all have... that. Yeah, but there were times because um, I was also in that industry before I moved here. I worked in the pharmaceutical industry, so right. There were times before when I was young. Um, she would converse to doctors. They would like um, um, being a product specialist is like a variety of. A word. Not only do you pr- pr- uh, promote your company's top products to your top doctors, you also organize events. Sometimes those events include charity. Some sometimes those events include um, medical access to rural areas, and for people to get to know that um, there there is access available for them. Or sometimes they have like monthly donations of right. certain healthcare products. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. Okay, so that your your mother, or at least you too, since you guys worked in the in that pharmaceutical company, you were a little, little bit distant from regularly interacting with the public. Well, yeah, public on a on a day to day, yeah, like on, in terms of like a day to day versus like things like charity. Yeah, we were more in we were more in contact with the actual doctors, right? In hospitals, in clinics, yeah, so not really the patients. Yeah, I I know that it's weirder because I guess weirder in the sense that like we would want to help at least when in the lab that we we worked on uh, mm-hmm. now here in America is that we like to always 
do charity events or we did or like organized walks fun yeah fun runs and yeah. stuff like that because we want to open the access like please get tested for like please get tested like should do yearly checkups check on your health mm-hmm. you know check your blood pressure every year how you've been doing has your cardiovascular health been good do you have history yeah. of cancers or anything so you know that's how in our experience how we've try to reach out to the public but you know it's mm-hmm. also like the public depending on how they feel or how they trust you sort of sometimes they don't want to or they're like yeah <laughs> it's like no nah, yeah I don't want to I mean do to it. each their own <laughs> yeah to each are like I don't want to do it right now I'm too busy it's too expensive because some of the some of the thing if you're not covered by a medical insurance so it could get very expensive especially yeah. if you're medical not. insurance is like a big thing oh it's 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 a different type like, of you need to do it you cannot do it because if you don't have your you're you're in trouble <laughs> i mean at least here at least here like uh mm-hmm. i this this is this is a really funny segue to, to step into this so uh when speaking about medical insurance or any type of insurance uh cj mm-hmm. actually gave me a little bit of an accident a year ago a year or so <laughs> <laughs> she knocked she chipped my tooth <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god those were the good times she chipped my tooth and so I had to do a quick emergency it was not really emergency but it was kind of like oh well crap you know I need to get this fixed <laughs> so I reached out to my uh dentist right it's like can you do like some emergency dental work for me they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, sure. It's like, do you have insurance? I'm just like, insert swear word here, <laughs> insert solely <laughs> words here, and the the bill. <laughs> if I remember, oh God, I can't believe that was like two years ago, <laughs> right? Two years ago. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so, so for the the dentist, uh, they had to ask me, hey, do you have insurance? And I'm like. Yes, but unfortunately, the insurance I had at the time didn't uh, was not applicable to them. So I unfortunately still had to pay out of pocket, and it was expensive. And I'm like, this is so annoying. You need but, to get insurance. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I had insurance. It's just it wasn't the right. It's covered. Have it covered. Yeah. Yeah, because that that's the downside of some insurance companies that they're not completely broad some are very specific right and I'm not going to name drop any insurance companies here because that's not right but that was just my personal experience I still had to pay at a cost for something that I thought would have been covered under mine but you know that that aside so when I think about that and it was hard for me to pay for only because it's just I knew it cost a lot a lot for me to feel annoyed by it but then when you think about like citizens of the Philippines or citizens here in America, at least where I live, it's hard to get dental work done or like dental work or to get yearly checkups or to do like those tests. Like if we're not including like uh, sexual health tests, right? Pregnancies or even uh, like pap smears, right? Mammograms, stuff like that. It's, hard hard to set appointments because either they're understaffed or they have too many appointments you know lined up already ahead of you mm-hmm. or it's it's just too costly it's just too costly to do yeah and i know that yeah, that's the thing here uh, <laughs> yes. in the philippines like insurance is not i mean there is insurance there's insurance of course but like it's not as like rampant as here in the uh, in the U.S. That's what I've really noticed here. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't have uh, medical insurance or any insurance kind of insurance here, like you're really in trouble. Like you're really mm-hmm. gonna have to like spend a lot. But while in the Philippines, like you can go get away with like if, for example, a dental work, it won't cost as much because it's different. Like it's the way of living here is different. That's what I've noticed in mm-hmm. my two and a half years. it's a it's different to think about and I think in for me when I think about insurance is that I was never really taught up until I was an adult and I had to do these decisions 
for myself. Adulting, man. Yeah, I know. And then, you know, asking my mom, who is in charge of handling insurance for everyone else in our family up until I aged out. I aged out of my parents' uh, health insurance plan. I'm going to age out in a year. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that aside, but I aged out, so I had to get my own. So to keep, I guess, like, consistency, I try to keep to my parents' Uh, versions of insurance and it, it's a little difficult because they're kind of like well this is what I chose I'm just like so do you know anything about it can you teach it they're like uh call the number you know it's just like they they do offer a lot of information but for someone like me who's never formally mm-hmm. educated it's a lot to take right. into it's you don't like, get a standard right <laughs> like yeah it's my age what do you think yeah, I think like I should get yeah like in my age what do you think I should be under it's like I'm relatively healthy I don't have histories of bad health you know from both my parents sides it's hard to it's like I am also you know insert air quote broke college student here you know or ex-college I was a broke college student (laughs) (laughs) but it, it it was hard to do things like that and then especially like things that I couldn't afford which would be uh doctor's appointments or even like dental care like, just including my teeth it's just like oh you have to pay yeah this is just on my last bill it was like about 250 just for like things like cavities and all that fun junk you know that's a lot man oh yeah you think obviously, especially when you were a student <laughs> especially if you're a student. i mean like obviously you pay for the time like for the uh the technicians to do your work and all that like that makes sense but it's still it's still a lot to think about when you're when you're not it still hurts sure it still hurts my wallet that it hurts so much but, yeah man I mean uh, aside from thinking about cost let's let's look into mm-hmm. like some of the things that you've noticed in the Philippines here versus you know the United States uh menstrual products right birth control mm-hmm. pads tampons I don't know if they use cups in the Philippines it's just putting it out there what was it like there uh versus here in terms of like my and access oh in my um experience like we both have we also have like pads tampons no oh, yeah of course and birth control pills it was it was affordable yes but if there ha- they, there's like different kinds of products there but like if you choose the economic um economical products like you would you would um you would really like um afford them but like if you're um I can feel for the people who like who really has nothing they would even the small even those they couldn't afford so sometimes before mm-hmm. I remember when I was um in college um we would we would partner with like certain communities near my school and we would like um organize events and donations and we would include um hygienic products there with them we you know we research like some of their needs because before we organized the event like we 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 did a research on their um community and like it's um we found out like it's one of those things that they kind of have like a problem like in terms of hygiene feminine hygiene like they don't have access much of that yeah so like we have to give that too like it's sad but in general like if you're probably in the middle class and up it's accessible yeah it's accessible yeah but for those who are relatively they're not from the metro if they're further 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 out from like the i guess like the countryside right very rural areas uh yeah it's hard to and it seems like since you you grew up middle class or upper middle class depending on what you classify yourself as uh, it was easy for you to get your hands on those things. Yeah. You never had it. I did. Unfortunate ac- <laughs> unfortunate accidents. I mean by accidents, like you didn't, you, there was always one nearby and you were going to go a day without, you know, heaven forbid. Yeah. I, I mean, as for me, because um, for me personally, like how I uh, manage my period, um, when I buy like, 
um, pads. I usually prefer pads because I'm not comfortable with anything else. So, but <laughs> that's okay. I buy in I buy in heaps because I never know when it happens. So I'm irregular, by the way. Like I mean, I'm putting it out, putting it out there. I'm irregular, mm-hmm. and I'm I've been having trouble. I've I've had a terrific experience with my menstruation <laughs> ever since I got it. Oh so yeah. I always keep myself um ready. So like I don't so so I don't have to like worry when I need it because I've had moments that I really needed one and then I did yeah I know I I remember you asked me during work (laughs) you would call me from the bathroom and I I remember yeah you call me from the bathroom because like in our lab we're allowed to listen to our phones so you know we could keep ourselves mentally active throughout the night Mm -hmm. she would call me sometimes because she's irregular and then like you said she called me and she'd be like, hey, Jen, do you have a pad? Because she knows that I would have one. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. It's like, can you just come to the bathroom? <laughs> I can't leave. And I I'm know. like, <laughs> which I mean, it's it's completely fine. And well, it's one of those few moments I never forget. But like sometimes like when you're really like into life so much and you forget about, oh, your menstruation, your biological clock, like, it's oops. Yeah. like you and I are irregular and I think you're more irregular than I am but I know that a lot of problems I know that it's hard for me (laughs) it's 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 definitely hard for me because uh you know between us girls like there's often talks like oh you know our cycles are you know sinking up but then sometimes when I'm not regular I'm just like "What, what what do you mean sinking up Oh, I haven't had it for three months. And then the joke's like, are you pregnant? Yeah, that's... No, I'm not pregnant. I just am irregular. It's so hard. That's so normal for me, for us. It's normal for us because I think the most I ever gone was three months, which is a little concerning, but it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Oh, you went Wally. Anyways, it was just went high stress that tends to make me skip a couple months, which is not great it's just my hormones (laughs) when you when you stress yourself out to my knowledge from uh my experiences in undergrad when you're stressed out your body does do a lot of different things when your body's under high stress it can make you worn out it can make you exhausted and then your hormonal imbalances are off a lot so if you're expecting to have a cycle you know for at least a week Sometimes it may not happen, which is the unfortunate, unfortunate truth for <laughs> you and I, CJ. It sucks. Yeah. Uh, but back to your earlier uh, topic when you said you had to do, you here in America, we call it community outreach programs. You outreach mm-hmm. to communities who may have less than what we have when it comes mm-hmm. to feminine hygiene products or access to care, like you hosting like one day clinics just to check how everyone's been doing or if they need to be referred to someone with more professionalism. Uh, was there ever a moment in, I'm trying to rephrase this question properly. In my you head. can do it. <laughs> in my head, what is this question? Uh, shoot, that's weird. Never mind. Apparently, I can't think of it. <laughs> it'll pop up later, I guess. It, it will pop. It will pop up later. But that's a that's surprising that even in the Philippines, a third world country, they are still doing their best to try to reach uh, yeah. healthcare needs. I mean, to with all they have, they can just they just have to do like what they can. Yeah, especially like we talk about home remedies right Mm -hmm. like what can you do to to fight off uh, a cold a fever you know all those traditional medicines because i know that especially in this pandemic right you know what i do i want to share this like okay uh, for the pandemic any one of us um feels like we're about to get like a cold a cough like if my even like if my mom hears a cough like just a cough she would have she would have us drink ginger tea. Oh God! Oh, I. <laughs> but it I, works. I mean, it, it I guess works. it works for me. But it works for me. Omg! Like um, you're barmy. That's not true. <laughs> 
I don't know, man. Maybe it's just us. Or like it's <laughs> a placebo effect. Like it's in the mind and then the mind helps the body like heal. But I don't know. Every time we drink that, like especially when uh, when I don't have enough sleep, my mom would like, you know how Filipino moms are. It's like, oh, you, you drink this ginger tea. Um, it, will, it will help you feel better. <laughs> you're... you're my my mom did that too uh because i've mentioned this to you before when i was furloughed from my current job and i was mm. sick for two weeks no i don't have covid you were I, always sick man hey <laughs> before covid happened you you fashioned you fashioned the face mask <laughs> hey i know i'm a trendsetter the pioneer <laughs> no, 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 but she, when i was in bed for about two weeks uh before the state like forced the lockdown my mom would make me drink ginger tea i believe it was a i would like to think it was made from china like they have they send like teas and stuff in coffee like little packets so she would pour me one and it was the grossest thing that i've drank it burned in all the wrong places oh my gosh i would tell her it's like i think you're killing me (laughs) But in uh, in our um in our case, we would just like buy ginger and like um boil it in water and like mix it with honey and um citru- any citrus fruit like calamansi or lemon. It's, it tastes good, but like when you calamansi tea. <laughs> Have you ever tried it? Yeah, I tried it. Did you like oh. it? No. <laughs> No, you know I, I guess I have stuff. like more of a Filipino palate than you. I mean, you you've seen me bring like different kinds of food that you don't like. Like what? You, just, what the heck are you? <laughs> it's just not my. It's just not my taste. I mean, I have yeah, tried I know, it. I get that. <laughs> but uh, like, yeah, ginger tea, calamansi tea. Calamansi is a uh, citrus fruit, very small, a lot smaller than a lime, and you would squeeze mm-hmm. it. You know, kind of like you do with lemon tea. You squeeze it in a cup, yeah. and then you drink it straight, which is a nightmare for me. But I know that my parents have done roundabout way, like even Japanese ways to keep fevers down, like put a cool cloth on your forehead, you know, take a hot sauna or a hot shower to loosen up the, the airways. And especially since we didn't want to, not to say like go to the hospital because of COVID, because we weren't sure at the time in March, early March 2020, when I was sick, I was trying to. What is March? What's <laughs> it? Seven, seven months ago. This seven sucks. months ago. Oh my goodness! But it when it came to that, I just stayed home. I drank water. Did uh, just name dropping the product that we've used of uh, Vix. That's the one I've been using, like Vapor Rub, basically Vicks. Vapor Rub. <laughs> I can't show it to the cat. Well, do I? No, I don't have it. <laughs> no, but uh, vapor it's a general product, but yeah, yeah, it tig- helps. I mean, it helps me. It helps, like tiger bomb or anything to help Caring. loosen the things. Because the last thing I want to do is to go to. This is my mom's complaint. Uh, I'm segueing into this. My mom's complaint mm-hmm. when it comes to going to the doctor. She's a nurse. The reason why I'm bringing this up is that she would when we when I used to go to the doctor so when I was younger when I was really sick or I had like a really bad flu that wasn't going away the doctor would prescribe like a painkiller and then to her nausea she's like it's just Tylenol like come on I wasted three hours of my day just to sit in this lobby and I have a story about that too (laughs) I feel you yeah it's like when she's like I think my mom is your mom (laughs) (laughs) it's like oh yeah it's acetaminophen it's like that's that's essentially Tylenol. Like it's I was like, a strong okay. drug. It's yeah, it's a strong drug. But that's that's sometimes why she's annoyed with the the yeah, healthcare. Like yeah. you have to wait a long time just to get something that you get over the counter for considerably less money. You know, depending mm-hmm. on where you're from. Exactly. Uh, so what was your story about picking up? So medicine? remember that time I had all of my molars removed. <laughs> <laughs> You had chubby cheeks. It was fun torturing. Yeah, I sent you guys a message. I sent you guys a message in the group chat. But like, the doctor like um prescribed me um like painkillers as well. And my mom was like, "You don't need that. It's too strong for you. You can you can like get it. Uh, you get get any type of um. It's, you don't need painkillers. So you just need to sleep it off." And I 
it was so strong, man. I, I remember that time. Like, you, you were have to... loopy. I was, I was loopy, man. Like, yeah, it was kind of the same situation as in your, like, in your, in your, with your doctor. Like, I didn't have, I didn't have to have that prescription. I can have, like, any kind of medicine. Like, yeah. it wasn't that painful to, to begin with. But, yeah, you know, the you get the point. Yeah, it was the, it was those things, like, it, when I, when I was getting formally educated here, right, like, primary school, secondary school, and college, they would tell, they would really press, like, trust your doctors, trust your nurses, your, your medical mm-hmm. aides, any, anyone who has formal schooling for their job, like, trust them, because they, they learn, they have the experience, like, they can walk the walk and talk the talk, yeah, and then my mom, mm-hmm. as a nurse, an old man, she just, like, as a medical professional (laughs) they would question my mom is like that too like do you really need do you really need that because it's like mom you know it's like like let's just go to the doctor let me just see what's wrong like trust me it's nothing serious like like here pop a tylenol go to bed trust me you'll feel better in the morning and most times she's like it's fair but you know when when as you're getting older you want to try to make decisions for yourself and you're like i really think this is something worth checking into even though it will kill my wallet it doesn't hurt to try yeah doesn't hurt to try to get a second opinion because you only get one opinion when you refer to your parents especially with the educational backgrounds that they have and then here it's just maybe i should trust my doctor but then you know you make the decision for yourself at the end of the day it's like oh they prescribed acetaminophen it's like tylenol yeah just use tylenol or in your case like painkillers like lidocaine or something like that i don't i don't even remember what the brand is but like as soon as I took it, like I was like dead. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember I poked your cheek once, and you yeah, you're like, like, to tear my head off. <laughs> <laughs> why are you? It's like why do you got to do that, Chance? Like I want to see if she reacts because she looks loopy. Right now, but those were some of the like medical mishaps that we've we've experienced. Like we've went mm-hmm. to make our own appointments. We've did yearly checkups when we should. Right. Especially during mm. work, they would do like, oh, yeah, you could get your checkup like right now after your shift. It's like if our shift ended yeah, at right? like, seven in the morning, winter appointment, 10 o'clock. It's like, what am I supposed to do for three hours? <laughs> I'm exhausted. Right? I'm tired. If I sleep now, I'm going to sleep the rest of the day. Yeah, exactly. It's like, especially for me, when since I lived farther from my job, it's about a 30, 40 minute drive back south mm-hmm. from where I'm at. I would schedule my appointments in the morning. So when I when I said earlier, taking three hours just to get to see the physician doctor, right? It would take about three hours. So if yeah, if I left six. at seven, I would reach the clinic by seven thirty. If my appointment was at eight, I wouldn't get seen by the doctor till about nine thirty. Because you know, they're oh overworked. Yeah, they can yeah. be overworked and overrun, especially when I had that small medical emergency at, at the mm-hmm. lab. It took three separate sessions, but all the sessions end by noon. And it sucked because it's like, wow, I've been here since eight and I didn't get seen till like noon. What the heck? But that's that's the like- reality for, for some clinics that are a little bit more accessible to the public, especially yeah. when you have walk-in appointments. Mm-hmm. versus appointment appointments so it was a little harder to get speedy care because in for us we relied on speedy care because we don't have time to sit around so we just gotta yeah. work till we're done sleep and go back to work yeah but the sad reality is it doesn't go that way all the time like you're oh. lucky if you get it done i mean quickly <laughs> you're, yeah right like and- you have at the in hindsight you need to get yourself prepared oh worst comes to worst i'm gonna sit here all day (laughs) worst comes to worst i'm gonna have to sit here all day and then because we're not we don't have families uh, like our own families we didn't have to do like necessarily grocery shopping or we had to do outside of work yeah it's different when we're we actually have families of our own like oh i can't do this i can't stay here i i need i need stuff to i need other stuff to do yeah, like, like, I need my kids. I need my kids to get tended to. Like, yeah, especially like some of our coworkers that they would leave at a certain hour because they have to get their kids ready for school, and you know mm-hmm. they would have a, a nanny to stay the night, 
uh, just so they're safe. And then by like seven or eight, they would be gone from work, rushing their kids to get to eat breakfast, put on clothes, send them off to school, right? And then next thing you know, they had to do errands for the day. Like, oh, I need to get, uh, we're just putting out there, just like general things. Uh, like I need to get grocery shopping for the week so I could, you know, someone like myself or someone else in the pack can make food and then prepare for like, oh, what if my son, daughter, or whoever I'm taking care of has to do classes like after school sports or after school tutoring, mm. recitals, performances. Mm. And then, you know, it's harder <laughs> right now, especially during pandemic. Um, oh, I don't know what that's like now. I have a, I have a workmate. <clears throat> she has kids. Is it hard? The kids are like, I don't know, but her kids <laughs> are, her kids are young. They're young. They're still young and they're like in primary school, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's all online now. And you know how kids are generally in, if it was a normal day in school, it's rowdy. What more in online school? They need to have their parents there. So they need, she needs to get out of work right away, sleep right away and wake up at a certain amount of time for, in time for their class and then stay awake until it's work time again. Oh, it's monitor. so hard. The monitor. Just- yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't. They should. Um, they they must be with the kid during the class because you know, like if kids, if it's rowdy in normal classroom setting, what more in Zoom classes? Like, my, yeah, my sister's ha- teacher now. Just before we start, yeah, that, the and then <laughs> when, when she told me when she told me about this, I didn't think about that because I didn't never. I didn't. I don't have kids, so I never thought about that. Like. Yeah, what, 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 how's it like for the parents right now of like small children? It's hell for them right now. Like, I feel for them. Yeah, it's a different type of stress because my sister's a teacher right now. She teaches first grade. So, before, like I said, before I woke up, she was already having class. Uh, I believe it. Mm -hmm. How's it for her? It's from what I've heard, right? You know, I'm not supposed to be really listening in, but she was teaching the alphabet and how to, Mm -hmm. in, for American English, like pro- properly enunciate certain vowels, like gorilla, mm-hmm. gorilla, right? And then mm-hmm. next thing you know, I've heard, okay, guys, I'll see you later uh, for math class later. And I'm just like, oh no, the day's not over yet for her. Uh, but it's a it for her. She's been stressed out when it came to dealing with internet connectivity. She, luckily for her, she's tech savvy. She knows how technology works she knows how Mm -hmm. to work her way around it but you know like you said to our to your worker or co-worker parents with little children to get them into a online environment is really hard it not every kid could do it well or they could adjust your attention span is my attention span is low (laughs) yeah like what more of kids they need to it's hard i feel for them yeah it's it's that reality and then like if we're gonna switch this back into like healthcare, I know that some of our friends uh, some of our uh companions who are going through rough times or they needed to get appointments they have to do it either they go in person you know because it's mandatory for the condition that Mm -hmm. they're going under with a mask and everything but to those who are not comfortable leaving their house or they're too sick to leave their house they have to do their appointments via zoom and that that really breaks <laughs> my heart like when it comes to people like those like how can we help like how yeah my our, our for a former friend of ours who who left uh who left the company to to go to a different site location up north she was telling me that how they did doctor appointments over there was a little strange. They use a a more secure line of telecommunication. And it's kind wow. of like, so kind of like this, kind of like Zoom. And then they would mm-hmm. talk. Then it's like, all right, what do you have? You know, it's like, all right, I have something here. Here, I feel pain and, you know, here. But because sometimes doctors need to touch you. Like, it's like, hey, like, how does it of feel course. if I, like, touch this part, like, your lymph nodes? Now, how's it feel if I do this? Yeah, it's hard. It's challenging. It's it's a good alternative, but it's, it's not weird. But yeah, yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> well, you don't have any other option. 
Yeah. Especially like if if it's like at the earlier part of COVID, the early pandemic days where it's just like you couldn't leave your house. It's like, oh, your your tongue is swollen or whatever. It's like say ah like eh. <laughs> it's, it's Dude, no. I had a I had a dentist. <laughs> I had a dentist appointment like a few months back. It was through Zoom, man. Uh, and the doctor yeah, like yeah. had to like, can you do and then can you put your um jaw up so I can see the inner part of your teeth? Like awkward, like, but it works. Like, but how close and personal do you need to get? Like, you know, use your phone, yeah. be like, all right, can you see ah, uh, you know? Yeah, exactly. But it's a weird time these days. It's what what else can you do? It's it's what technology is like practically our best friend right now like that's the only way for now like it's so hard but I mean on that note if you do have a real big medical emergency I highly urge you to do go to your nearest emergency clinic to get that sorted out but if it's something relatively mild and you just want a second opinion set an appointment better safe than sorry okay that's just my small insert for now uh no that's 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 correct like yeah, that's if you're feeling something, that's your body. So you trust your body. Like if you feel something, trust your gut. Just, just your gut. And just call, just just call, go to the nearest doctor clinic if you think it's something serious. Mm-hmm. Like, especially on that note, it was just recently. <laughs> uh, so, you know how, how we said that, like, we would refer to our, our mothers, right? Because they have some mm-hmm. sort of medical experience for, you know, relatively minor stuff. Like, oh, I have a cough. Mm-hmm. I think it's, like, phlegmy and gross. Like, sleep it off, Tylenol, you know, Tiger Bomb, whatever, right? All the Ginger tea. Ginger tea, <laughs> right? So, I have a couple friends uh, who are American. And they they kind of do this. They kind of, I don't know how to phrase this properly it's they'll put it off right until it's severe enough to go get checked so my friend uh, she's a little bit older than me I like to think that she's like about 27 she's 27 Mm -hmm. and she said that her she might have broke a toe and I'm like might have or are you sure how (laughs) yeah she mentioned uh the, the way that she described it was she has a high pain tolerance, so it didn't bother her. But she said that her little mm-hmm. pinky toe was a little purple. And she was purple. She was texting it, this to me and this other guy. Uh, my other friend is a CNA. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a professional. So it's just kind of like I yeah. can't make in my own opinion. I'm not supposed to. Mm-hmm. But if mm-hmm. it's like if it's purple... Actually, let me let me rewind back a little bit. So, to my knowledge, the way that I know something is fractured versus something that is broken, it's like if it's broken, mm-hmm. you can't like you shouldn't be able to move it because if you move it, you will scream. It, a it lot. hurts. Yeah, it will. It will really hurt. If it's fractured, you know, it will hurt still, but it's not. It's not like you're dying, right? Yeah. So then that's why I was asked like, if if you move it, does it hurt? like a lot it's like can you even move it at all like can you like wiggle it so she's like it hurts but high pain taunt I'm not sure it's like I highly urge you to get that checked out man (laughs) it's like yeah uh, if I get off of work you know if I'm allowed to take a day off then I'll get checked I'm just like it's um it's a I would like to think it's an emergency you should probably get that checked out you know because you don't want to make it worse but remember when I poked my eye I worked, I, I, I tried working for two hours with one eye open. I was like, and then I asked some, some, somebody in the restroom, like, should I get this check? I really think you should get that check. You don't want anything to be on your eyes. Like, oh, <laughs> that, that's just, that's just work life here in America. It's like, yeah. you kind of have to work through your pains. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, yeah, but uh, it's worrying, right? Yeah. It's, it's a different yeah. type. It's work culture. I hope her friend is okay. <laughs> she last I checked she should be getting it checked out this week so it's been mm-hmm. a couple days so it's a little <laughs> concerning I hope I hope her toe is okay I hope so too but she's she should take the time but like I said like yeah. other if we're gonna move away from work culture like that is just some of the 
yeah I, like I get you I, I see where you're going yes yeah. it's, like, it's really work here over anything like <laughs> that's how it is here like everything is industrialized everything's industrialized there's more emphasis that you need to work over concerning your health and not just with yeah. in your overall health like if that's you- what I noticed ever mm-hmm. since I moved here like I feel you so you need to be more conscious about your health listen to what your body needs you know uh, on top of anything if you think something is a little off it's always good to have a second opinion versus you know it blows up in your face or if it's you know it it ends up being a lingering feeling we don't want to feel sick obviously we got things Mm -hmm. to do we got people to take care of so again if you feel like something is changing in your body that you can't really describe and you can't find an informed opinion, it wouldn't hurt to, you know, get a second opinion, a professional opinion to sort that out. But it's, it's more, it's, it's starting to change a lot lately, at least for the pandemic. A lot of people are finally seeing that, like what it meant to be overworked, what it means to- Drastic changes yeah what it means to take the time to really understand what your body needs like like you said a while ago we're very regular since the pandemic had started i became regular and i'm just like whoa (laughs) this is strange like it happens it happens it's it's when you take the time to really relax or you know take a back seat from all the other types of stresses you have out there if you have a more flexible schedule then you know that's perfect but those who have to keep to those regular strict schedules like please do keep the grind going <sighs> and it's already a grind we're about to go another three months into or, or it looks like we're gonna go to the end of the year with this pandemic i think i've I, i've read recently um dr fauci is it fauci 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 Fauci. dr fauci fauci oh, um sorry for butchering your name if <laughs> you're listening to this <laughs> but he said in a cnn article that the realistic um timeline for like the covid um antidote to like be released to everyone is like by the end of 2021 so oh. it's it's not it's expected it's not far from the it's expected but to think about it, it's like okay okay yeah it's kind of prepared yeah, you have to be resigned to that fact, but then like, it's not so- only our like it's not only our physical health, our mental health has been everyone has been affected mental Social. mentally. Yeah, so, mentally like mm-hmm. everything since, isn't a right. Yeah, so since it's since we're gonna, it's most likely that we're gonna be on this lockdown or modified lockdown for a little bit longer. It's important to think about yourself and then also it is important to think about others so this is my other insert i'm going to slip into this so if you'd like yeah if you'd like to support getting ready for that ad <laughs> i am not sponsored by the way but if you'd like to sponsor me please send me a, a message on my on the business inquiry email. Show, some love. Show, some love. Show some love but <laughs> since we did talk about all those things like outreach programs that the philippines has done and then the outreach programs that we do here in the united states if you'd like to send some extra support and extra love uh, for fulfilling destiny, please consider don- donating some unused pads, tampons, or yeah, pads and tampons, flushable wipes, uh, clean underwear if you had spares. And what I mean by spares, like not your old ones, like fresh ones that you never <laughs> opened. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Just saying, like, please, like, uh, you know, so. Tampons. Let's think hygiene here. Let's think hygiene, like fresh, unused undies, right? Uh, if you have spare pads and tampons that are well within the use, uh, please consider donating them to Fulfilling Destiny. Or if you'd like, uh, drop a monetary donation, please check out the links below because we do need these and our, it's been hard, especially in the pandemic. It's hard to go in ourselves with the long lines uh to go get these Mm -hmm. menstrual products like i going shopping is is hard enough but you know waiting in line just to get some of these supplies on moss it's it's a different type of adventure but like i said if you'd like to support us support this podcast please check out those links below and don't forget to hit subscribe 
like, and comment. Smash that subscribe <laughs> button. Smash that subscribe button. But since it's becoming around the hour, again, I'd like to thank CJ for popping in into this podcast to talk about one, our experiences, two, how it's like in the Philippines, a third world country versus the United States. And then what else we talked about? We talked about uh, listening to your body and what it means to deal with listening to our mothers <laughs> in terms of healthcare and then listening to our doctors. But like I said, if you need a second opinion or anything, consult, talk to your family, yeah. talk to your doctors. You have to have your voice. Make, yeah, have a voice choose what's best for you and for your health and then since CJ, and follow this podcast <laughs> and follow this podcast actually since we didn't get to pick a title yet so what would be the title um. for today <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> drink some ginger uh, tea ginger, ginger tea, tea. <laughs> there it is that's the name of this podcast so until until the next time we talk again, CJ, I'd love for you to come back. Uh, until then, I would love to be here again. Ooh, I will hold you onto that, girl. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, we haven't done the the picture, so we gotta do that. Oh yeah, wait. How how do we do it? Uh, I'm not a tech savvy person, so you have a Mac. I dumb. You have a yeah. Mac, so you could do it for us, since I can't do it on mine. How do I do it? How do wait? How how? Oh no! Ask can you ask editor Stan how? Editor Stan is not awake. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> wait wait wait! Like you're a Mac user, you should be able to do this. <laughs> Dude, I I barely got this laptop. How do you expect me to know this? Wait. Do you want me to Google it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that off air. But then again, until then, everyone. Uh. Thanks, CJ, for hopping in. Thank you, Jan Jan. I, I will see the rest of you this Friday night at 7.30. But yeah, so again, thank you for joining. Hit that subscribe, hit that like button, comment, and then support CJ and her makeup artist work uh, on the description below. Okay? Bye. Bye.